Welcome to Diary of an Empath. My name is Grace. This is episode four, and I am your host, and I am an empath extraordinaire, just like each and every one of you. Today, I wanted to talk about being an unaware empath and what that has done in my life and what that has probably done in your life as well. So, For starters, I'm sure we all know that every human being on this planet is empathic by nature. We are all capable of really tapping into the core of our essence and our being and our sovereignty so that we can have a very full and enriched experience as a human and really connect to people, places, and things in a way that is absolutely delightful. But we also all know that many people aren't going to tap into life and themselves in this way. And that there's a select few of us that really are clairvoyant and spiritual and connected, even if that's not terms and labels you want to use. But we're just really deeply feeling individuals highly sensitive and intuitive individuals. And when we don't know who and what we are, oh my goodness, we bring in so much shit without trying into our lives. So let me back up a little bit. I grew up not ever hearing this word empathic, not ever hearing this word highly sensitive or intuitive you know if you're anything like me you had parents or a parent I grew up in a single um, parent household but you had caregivers basically who were not consciously aware and who were not raising you in that way and that were probably not sitting you down and really digging deep with you about such topics that I'm bringing up right so I grew up not knowing any of these terms, but also knowing that it was so natural and innate within my body that it was never something that I discussed with my mother or other people. So maybe if I brought certain things up, maybe my mom would have tried to have a conversation with me to the best of her ability and would have tried to help me navigate this. That's something I will never know. My mom has been passed away for 14 years now or something. I mean, it's been a while since my mom's been alive. Um, But I never brought things up, you guys, because I felt these clairvoyant abilities that's what they are I mean we're clairvoyant and there's different types and I try to study the different ones but I just lump all the things that I can do into one and I'll tell you um the things that I that I can do um in a minute but the way I felt about these abilities was the equivalent of like knowing that all people go to the restroom this is my go-to example You know, you never sit around the dinner table or you never talk to your friends at school and say, hey, friend, can you pee and poop? Because I can. And I want to talk about that. You don't wonder about it. 
you know, you just know through, I know a lot of different experiences, you know, that we have to let us know as people that other people pee and poop. (laughs) But that's how I felt about my empathic abilities. That's how I felt about about deeply feeling and being highly sensitive. I was like, well, this is this is something that is innate in us. It was a knowing. I mean, I was a small child when I really thought about these things. And I deeply knew that all of us can do this. And so I never brought it up. I never talked to one person about it in my whole life until really now when I've gone on this spiritual path. I didn't know until I was a much older adult and understand about what it means to be an empath that other people weren't freaking empathic. (laughs) Other people didn't have these abilities. I grew up not understanding why people couldn't read, read my mind, why people couldn't read my energy and my mind and my heart and my soul. I grew up not understanding why do people lie, even though I adapted to that and lied and did the white lies and did all that shit for many years like many of us right but I didn't understand why people lied I didn't understand why people were not considerate I the big one for me especially in relationship right um I didn't understand the whole not reading my energy not trying to read my energy um not being able to read my mind, not being able to be a walking lie detector because I could sense these things in other people. And I'm like, all right, I'm not going to say anything, but you're totally manipulating. You're totally lying. Again, as I was growing up, I didn't have these words to even articulate it in my own mind. I just could sense it, right? So um, I'm going to just jump into segue of like kind of saying what I can do, what I can do, what our abilities are, you know, is obviously read people's energy. And so when you can read people's energy, that is like reading someone's mind to a certain extent, right? Um, Because you are reading the unspoken words through their energy. So if I tell you, yeah, girl, I really love that shirt on you. When really in my head, I'm like, that shit looks horrible on you. I can sense the energy that is saying that's horrible on you, or I think that's horrible on you. So I could read all this energy from people and then I could see into the future through sometimes dreams. Um, I'd have a lot of deja vu, like I've, I've done this before. Um, nowadays, like I can see, depending, you know, how close you are to me, I can, it's like watching TV, but in my mind. So I can see what you're doing sometimes in real time. Say my friend's at home right now and she's having lunch and she's having this certain type of lunch. Like if I really want to, I can tap into that and I can see it like a TV show. Um, but that's that's energy and I'm very respectful and it's like I'm not going to waste my time like seeing what everybody's doing and being nosy. Obviously, I have a daughter, so um, I definitely, if I want to, can totally tap in and um sometimes I will just you know when she's not around me just tap into her energy kind of assess it be like oh she's doing good she's cool you know kind of let it be because again that's a lot of energy there's no need to be disrespectful and not have boundaries with people's lives and and their energetic uh life and 
there's no need to tap into all that, but you could do that or I can do that. And then I have, um, definitely spoken with people that have crossed over on the other side and given people a few readings. This is not something that I'm pushing in my personal life to like be a necessarily like a terror reader or what all that, or, you know, a self-proclaimed like psychic reader person. So, um, it's just, comes into my life people come into my life and I'm like hey this person from the other side is like wants me to share some stuff with you do you want to hear it and I just kind of do that so I can do all different types of things that I'm sure you guys can too I would love to hear what types of things that you can do as an empathic person but all this is happening I'm connecting to spirit as a child right and there's trauma in my community, I'm living in the hood. So there's a lot of trauma in the in the community and the in the apartment I'm living in. So I'm not connecting to like the nicest spirits, freaking my own self out, seeing certain things. And again, I'm not sharing any of this with anybody, right? Um, that freaked me out <laughs> a lot of times. I would love to hear if you guys have stories about connecting to spirit specifically and just like what that was when you didn't understand you had this ability to do so. So I have all these different abilities. Um, and, and I'm not knowing this, right? And I'm growing up. And when you don't know these things about yourself, you are going to find ways to suppress it. And you're going to do this by people pleasing. Sometimes you're going to do this by, um, because I think empathic people are very agreeable people. And so, we want to please and we can sense your energy and we want you to be comfortable and we're really considerate because this is what we would want for other people to be towards us. But that kind of never really happens at the same depth depth that we feel it for other people and try to go out, out of our way for other people. And in doing that, we attract like a lot of narcissistic types and and I kind of hate, and I kind of hate using that word just because it's like a trendy word. And if you if you like are a clinician and you really understand like the diagnostic manual that we use, the DSM, um, I think they removed it out of the current one, but like a true narcissist is like not somebody you really want to be around ever. It's like scary shit because um, they're mean, but um, we use this word in a very trendy way because we all have some narcissistic tendencies, but I don't think we're not everybody, most people are not full on narcissistic. Okay, that was like totally a side note. I feel like I'm going everywhere in this conversation, but that's okay because we're friends and this is my diary, dude. This is what you're here for, right? So, um, oh no, I lost my train of thought, you guys. Oh crap, I forgot where I was going. Um, okay, so... <laughs> All this is going on. We attract the narcissistic people. We're trying to people please. You know, we maybe we see spirit. Maybe we're connecting to spirit. Maybe that freaks us out. Um, you know, we are walking lie detectors. We can see into the future. We can have premonitions. So many things, right? We can even hear things, right? Because life is in frequencies. And so the more connected you are with spirit, the more you're able to have a more enriched experience as a human being, but you're connecting to higher frequencies or different frequencies that other people can't. And so you may be hearing things, seeing things, all kinds of things. 
and no one's there to explain it and to walk you through this path and to tell you, hey, you're empathic. And with that comes this and this and that. And hey, there's clairvoyancy and there's different types of clairvoyancies and all these different things. No one's walking you through it. And when you're unaware, like I said, going back to things we do to suppress it. So we're people pleasing. We're trying to numb certain abilities that we have. We numb through substances. We numb through overeating. We numb through being in non-inappropriate relationships. And a huge one, guys, when we are an unaware empath, we have horrible ass boundaries. We have horrible boundaries. Okay, and our boundaries are obviously on a sliding scale to where we totally let in like hardcore abusive relationships in our lives to just being in that people pleasing space, you know, mildly people pleasing or medium people pleasing. Okay, but we have poor boundaries when we don't know who we are empathically, because the thing is, like I mentioned before, we're all empathic as human beings. We're all having a spiritual experience here, but those that haven't tapped in, they want some of our juice, man. Being around an empathic person is amazing, okay? Because of the fact that we like to be considerate of you, because of the fact that we like to try to understand people. When you're trying to be really considerate and kind and make people feel comfortable, what you're really doing is you're deeply loving people because To love someone is to try to understand them. So we're over here trying to understand every damn body. No one's trying to understand us back. And we're feeling depressed about that. We're feeling isolated because of that. I felt so isolated growing up. And it wasn't because I had horrible friend circles or even like my first high school sweetheart wasn't, he treated me so well, you know, but I could, I just couldn't deeply connect the way that I really wanted to with people because first of all, I wasn't deeply connected with myself because I didn't know exactly who I was and what I was. But I was trying to pull these like empathic things out of people that maybe they just weren't in touch with themselves. You know, I could feel people's walls. And that's the thing. You're trying to understand everybody. You can sense into into people's spirit and essence in a way that they may not even know. All right, you may know someone else better than they know themselves energetically. And so that leaves you just it can leave you really isolated from people because they're not able to they're not able able to deeply connect with themselves, which means they cannot deeply connect with you. But also when you're an unaware empath and you haven't done your own, you know, healing, um you're not deeply connected to yourself too, even though you sort of are. It's this weird thing, right? So all this is happening. We have poor boundaries. We love everybody. We wonder why no one loves us at the depth that we love everybody. Why people are lying to us in our face like we can't tell. (laughs) Like, why aren't people trying to be considerate and loving and kind of read our energy the way we're doing, right? So it's like, why aren't you kind of sort of reading my mind? You know, you don't know who to go to. You have all these other abilities that could be scary when no one's telling you what's going on and no one's telling you your power, See, when I tapped into like seeing and connecting to spirits that were just around me and I didn't understand my power, it was really scary because even in the spiritual world, you know, spirit wants to connect to someone who is basically able to balance. The key is balance, but we're not balanced when we're unaware, but to balance it between like the spiritual world and the human world pretty much. 
And when they can realize, oh, you, you're one of those, you're one of those that shine your light kind of bright, but you don't know it. Okay. Then all the, all the funky, weird energy gets connected to you through people, through spirit, through all these things, because you don't have boundaries, right? I know I am jumping all over the place with this, but that I've said that already. Okay. You don't have boundaries, that's the biggest thing I learned is like when I learned what an empath was, when I learned what I, what I am capable of doing and my abilities are actually a gift, like we are such gifts to this world. I'll say this every single time. We are huge gifts and we are shining our light brightly over here trying to love on everybody, over here trying to be understanding, over here trying to spread our gifts, over here feeling deeply and showing people that you know, our sensitivity is not actually a weakness, it's a strength and showing people that it's okay to actually emote. Like no one's emoting anymore. And I feel like people are getting more and more robotic. So we are here to show people that we are more than just this machine that wakes up, goes to work, go has dinner, you know, hangs out for an hour or two, goes to sleep and then does the whole thing again. We are complex, beautiful, miraculous beings of light energy having this experience in a meat suit that we call a body. I mean, that's, that's it. So everybody wants a piece of this juice, this empathic juice, okay? And when we know who we are, we can create really healthy boundaries. And that's a challenge in the beginning. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a challenge in the beginning, but it's so worth it because once you start knowing who you are, then you know what you are not. And you're not someone that gets bulldozed and you're not someone who's weak and you're not someone that uh, that deserves unhealthy relationships. You're not someone that has to bend over backwards for everybody. You know, you can create these really safe and strong boundaries for yourself and say, this is what I tolerate and this is what I don't tolerate because now I know what I am capable of and what I am. It's so important to understand. And this is for anybody, whether you meet someone who doesn't think they're empathic or whatever, like everybody needs to get to this place with their boundaries and their confidence. But I think especially for us empathic people who really shine these bright lights and who are here to make a difference in this world, again, we're all here to make a difference, you know, so be, you know, I want to be mindful of that. We're all here with purpose or we wouldn't be born. <laughs> like we wouldn't just be here. We're not here to be employees and then retire and die. Like that's not why we were born. Absolutely not. But once we can get a grip on knowing who we are, then things can change for the positive. You know, I would suggest you know, if you're in these beginning stages and hearing this word empath is new for you, is to do some research. For me, being unaware growing up and just really being sad and kind of all the time, like I was just depressed all the time because I could feel and sense things in a way that, you know, others didn't and but I never talked about it and I didn't know there's didn't, like I mentioned before. And I was just always kind of melancholy. I was always kind of sad because I wasn't connected to myself. And I was just searching and searching and searching outside of myself for people to be like me. And yes, 
now I have, now I know that there's beautiful communities of empathic and highly sensitive and spiritual people. And I realize that I'm not alone. You're not alone. This is an, a reason why I'm even doing this podcast is because maybe one person will hear it each time and know that they're not alone and, and that some of the experiences that they've gone through in this life, others have too, that I have too, that I've suffered too. I've suffered in my life. But I understand that my suffering is a gift. Your suffering has been a gift. You not knowing who you were in the past and having the certain experiences that you had, it's a gift if you allow yourself to see it that way and say, well, now I know who I am. Now I understand there's a community of people. Now I have access to the internet and I can do research. I can go on YouTube and I can hear from countless people describing their experiences as an empath and what that means to them. Now I have this opportunity to get to know who I am and fall in love with myself. And then I can love on people from that space, which is so much healthier. When you love on people from the space of knowing who the hell you are, my gosh, these boundaries, the boundaries just naturally happen. They just naturally happen, my loves. And you can just really create these really healthy fences i'm not gonna say walls right that's kind of what we had to do before through all the different things that we may have done to numb and to protect ourselves but now we can say i don't need a wall up i can be myself and i can and i can shine brightly but i'm gonna put a fence and i'm gonna have a key there and those that are willing to respect and love on me the way that i know i need to be treated and who are totally okay with me being completely myself and are not going to put me down for being sensitive and being empathic, those people have access to my key and they can open the gate and they can come right in and we can have a great time. But those that don't want to respect me, they don't get access to the key. Or for those who get to come in and then they start disrespecting me and they start not treating me in a way that I know I need to be treated, then I'm going to have a conversation with them. And if they're not willing to meet those needs for me, then they get evicted and they have to be on the other side of the fence. That's how we have to go about life these days. And that's such a beautiful way of living because you need to put yourself first. If you're going to wake up shining this beautiful empathic light on the world and you're going to be considerate and you're going to be understanding and you're going to be an honest person that lives in integrity and you're going to shine your gifts on people through being an entrepreneur by just shining your gifts for free, whatever, however you're going to go about it. If you're going to do all that, then you definitely, definitely need to have those healthy boundaries. Not everyone should get access to you. That's not that's something we don't realize when we're unaware. We don't realize that everybody shouldn't get access to us. Right? Sometimes it kind of hurts when we have to create those boundaries. It hurts because really you can see the potential and the light and the love that's deeply inside that human being. And you can see that they're more than how they're showing up. And that's the part of you that wants to connect with, that you want to connect with anyway. Those parts of them that are like more than how they're showing up. But if they don't know how to show up with more, if they don't know the totality of who they are, it's like not your job (laughs) to figure that out for them. 
It's just your job to love on yourself first and to figure out what works for you first. And that shit's painful. It's painful. There's pain in not knowing you're an empathic person. And there's also pain in knowing that you're an empathic person. But the differences to me are astoundingly different. And the pain that it causes is so different. Because when you're not aware, everybody can come into your circle. Everybody can siphon your energy. Everybody can just do whatever. And then you're just giving out all this extra energy that you don't maybe want to give out. Like it's the whole thing is so imbalanced when you don't know who you are. And then you're not loving on yourself the way you should because you don't even realize that you're such a fucking gift and all the things that you do are gifts. But once you start to love on yourself and know who you are, then there's just the pain in creating those. There's just the pain in telling people, no, thank you, and letting go. But it's like, as soon as you let go and you say, no, thank you, there's this like whoosh of like love and confidence and courage and bravery that comes right after. You actually don't siphon your energy, you build it up. You see? That's why I choose creating boundaries and choose knowing who I am versus not knowing who I was. Because then before I knew who I was, energy was being siphoned and all the drama and things were happening and I was just depleted and depressed and sad and tired. Nothing else was coming back from that. I was just deplete, 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 sad, 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 numb, 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 right? And you use substances and you use food and you use relationships and you use all these other things to numb and it's just piling it on and you're in this vicious cycle until you break free of that. And then when you break free and you start shedding what's no longer serving you, you start letting go of relationships that are no longer serving you, or you start to reshape relationships that aren't going to be completely gone out of your life, such as family, right? Where you're like, okay, I don't want to, and you have that choice because sometimes family is so toxic, you have to completely just like cut them out. But if you want to still have them in your life or certain people still in your life, then it's about, okay, well, how do I reframe this relationship? All that's painful, but trust me, you get better at using your voice. You get, you get better at speaking up. You get better at saying no to things. You get better at having appropriate boundaries. And every time you do, it's like the universe just hugs you and says, I'm proud of you. And you can feel that energy. You can feel how you're like, yes, I, I advocated for myself today. I spoke up. I did this, I did that, you know, it feels so good. And you, and you, and there's a reward in that sense. So I will take this, this, this life any day now being, a, being aware that I'm empathic. Cause then I can see other empathic people who are struggling and try to be supportive as well. You can spot out your peeps, man. You say, oh, that person's highly sensitive. That person's really intuitive because if you're intuitive, you can feel their energy just like they can feel your energy. And then you can be an example to someone who may be still in that space of, of, of growth from that foundational space of learning that what they are and who they are. You can be a support system for them. So I'm going to end it here. <laughs> this feels good to me. I feel like I end abruptly sometimes and that's, that's just how it's going to roll. I feel like I could go on and on about being an unaware empath and all the different scenarios and I was trying my best to like lump it together 
and be like not on here for an hour or two. <laughs> I like to make my my podcast episodes, you know, no more than 30 minutes. That's the longest. This is the longest one. So I hope this is helpful. I hope someone's out here listening. I appreciate you for being here in this space. I appreciate you taking your time to hear hear me out. So if you have comments, if you have feedback, in the description I have my email and I have my Instagram handle. So reach out to me. Say hi to me. I would love to say hi to you back and any any feedback any feedback would be helpful for me. Um Hit the like button if you like this. Is there a like button on this thing? <laughs> oh, I'm just saying what people say. That's hilarious. Hit the like button. Hit and subscribe. That's what everybody says, right? You're going to do what you want to do. Um, and I love you for it either way. Until next time, take care. <laughs>